Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. It's my pleasure to announce the 2020 winner of the Hurt Trophy, the Leon Dreisaitl. Leon Dreisaitl hammers it home. Nugent Hopkins and Yamamoto with a Dylan Holloway, University of Wisconsin. We have a star in the making right now for the Edmonton Oilers. Now we've got a wild scrum with fights breaking out all over the place. Jason's looking like he's picking the right time to get hot here. This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers. We're a really good team. Um, you know, we know that. And just trying to go out there and show that every game. I'm James Neal. Down on this. Jajar Kara from your Edmonton Oilers. This is the battle of Alberta we've been waiting for for three decades. Has Archibald Richard Mike Smith, Leon Dreisaitl. This is Conor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Unbelievable. Brought to you by Digitex. Office equipment solutions North America wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-O. What a stop me by Miko Koskinen. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official station of your Edmonton Oilers. 630 Chad. Scott joining you on Oilers Now, the Monday edition. Creedence Clearwater Revival on this date, 1941. Tom Fogarty, Rock and Roll Hall of Famer who passed away in 1990 due to complications after uh, complications of AIDS after a blood transfusion. Uh, Tom Fogarty. I was born on this date, 1941, 79. He would be 79 years of age, just a couple years younger than the president-elect, Joe Biden. This is Oilers Now. And, you know, it's interesting. When you think of CCR, as many of you know, they uh, broke up because the brothers couldn't get along. It happens. People get very staunch in their political perspectives at times and the way they see things and the direction that they go. I mean, a couple guys from California known for Southern rock and roll back in the day. Hard-hitting rock and roll. I know we have a lot of CCR fans out there that are in oil country. Bob Stoffer and Brendan with you. Lots to get to on today's edition of Oilers Now. Uh, coming up on today's show, we're going to get an update from Sweden. 
with former Edmonton Oilers netminder and Swedish hockey analyst Mike Zanier uh, coming down the pipe in about six minutes' time. Of course, a couple significant uh, Canadians passed away over the course of the weekend. Alex Trebek played Jeopardy every night in the Stauffer household. And uh, Alex Trebek passed away at the age of 80, as did Howie Meeker at the age of 97. John Shannon, our NHL insider, worked with Howie for a number of years in the Hockey Night in Canada broadcast. We'll hear from John. We will open up the phone lines. And have a conversation with you on our River Cray Resort and Casino Hotline 7804960063. All slot machines, table games, and poker room now open at the River Cree. You'll notice that the slot machines are separated by plexiglass, as are the table games. River Cree has taken significant steps to follow all AHL guidelines. Be sure to try one of their nine dining options, including the brand-new Italia, where you can enjoy two-for-one entrees on Wednesdays and Thursdays. The River Cree Resort Casino, Alberta's premier resort destination. And you can text us on our Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. Ashley Fine Floors, ready for your kids uh, pre-game warm-up. Reed Wilkins will join us today at 135 as well, but we'll have lots of time for a little bit of interaction on today's edition of Oilers Now, of course, at any time. Uh, you can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer, tweet Brendan Escott. Brendan's going to go with the Texan from Royal Pizza, still making it great, 50-plus years, Edmonton owned and operated. And your Texans got a win yesterday, so you should be happy. I was watching uh, the Ravens in Indy. Saturday night was much more exciting. Triple header in the Stauffer household. I mean, Clemson was playing Notre Dame. One of the biggest, probably the biggest college football game played in Notre Dame since uh, USC and the Bush push uh, when he pushed Matt Leinart into the end zone, the last play of the game in 2005. Uh, and yes, Notre Dame winning in overtime against Clemson. Of course, the game was uh, the broadcast for those of you that were watching it. And there were a lot of Americans watching it, let me tell you. Huge numbers in the States. Uh, they got knocked off the air on NBC because of Joe Biden's speech for the uh, president-elect. And, uh, you know, it's it's remarkable that uh, there, there are a lot of people out there of the opinion that 70, must, uh, 70 million Americans must be complete idiots. It's very disappointing that, uh, you know, here's the thing. I'd like to think that you can have multiple different positions on things. We don't all have to agree, but there should be a sense of decency and respect. And I saw some of my media... Uh, cohorts, and make no mistake, a lot of the media tend to be uh, slightly uh, slightly left of center, and the ones that are maybe more centrist tend to keep their thoughts to themselves these days for obvious reasons, because otherwise certain groups get whipped up into a frenzy. But in a day in which uh, Biden talked about the fact that there's no red states, no blue states, it's the United States, and they all got to work together, and, and that's great, because certainly... It's pretty clear over the last four years the various uh, parts weren't working together, and not all of it was on the Republicans and Donald Trump, may I add. And I think most people that have an objective perspective on this have come to the realization that we all do have to c come together and work together. And uh, there were some guys that took some pretty healthy runs. Uh, one guy called 70 million Americans idiots. I just i'm sort of at a loss for that when 48 percent of a country uh and it you know votes for 
the Republican, I mean, what are we, would you accept in Canada if uh, people in Ontario and Quebec called everybody in Alberta and Saskatchewan idiots for voting for the uh, Conservatives in the last election, 48 out of 49 federal seats? I think you might be a little bit offended by that. I know I would be a little bit offended. I think that there's different reasons for supporting different things. And uh, the older you get, the more you realize, the less you know. And you also realize that there's more than one or two ways looking at a situation. And 70 million people in the U.S. that voted for the Republicans, not all those people are racist. Okay, let's just establish that right now. Just as in the province of Alberta, when there was 32% of the popular vote for the NDP in the last election, not all those people had voted for the NDP, and a lot of them were in Edmonton. Not all those people are socialists. So there are different perspectives, and maybe we need to just be willing to have a conversation, a true conversation, and not vilify each other's sides, which comes to our show, because we're going to talk hockey. We'll get into it here, and you know what? You don't have to agree with me. That's the beauty of the situation. I'm pretty optimistic about the upcoming season. I like what Edmonton's done in the offseason, but you're allowed to disagree and have a different perspective and think, nope, they didn't address goaltending. That was the significant thing in the offseason. They're not going to be better. You, you can have that opinion. You can be frustrated and say, this organization, the one that I work for, full disclosure, like we have people that jump in sometimes in conversations and don't reveal that they're actually paid for by the very group that they're defending. So I work for the Oilers Entertainment Group, and yes, I'm optimistic. And I have empathy for the fans that have cashed and supported and, and turned their money over in terms of, uh, you know, buying uh, season's tickets or buying tickets. Absolutely, I feel for you and have empathy for you. Because like you, I care about the success of the team as well. But we're being, you know, fully up front here. Absolutely. This show's called Oilers Now. We are in a province that is supported in large part by oil and gas, okay? And a, a province that has a huge private sector that's had the living snot kicked out of it, in large part from COVID. So I have empathy for you. I do. And I'm sure hoping that we can get to a place, both provincially and federally, where we're all working together instead of going at each other all the time. There you go. And you know what? Biden said it. And so give him credit. He said it. Thought the speech was pretty good. Thought it was pretty interesting. Anyways, lots to get to in today's edition. Have we maintained contact with our man in Sweden? Do we have we, Brendan? Have you made that happen? We good to go here? Uh, not, not quite yet. Not quite yet. All right. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to step out just because sometimes it's tough for us to call over in Europe. And when we come back, we're going to get an update on Philip Broberg, Evan Bouchard, some of the Oilers' key prospects currently playing in Sweden with Mike. Zanier. This is Oilers Now. Go here at 780-496-0063. Mike G says, Bob, well said. I admire your courage and your message in your opening. Best regards for Mike. Ken says, Bob, considering all the awful and vile things tossed by the Trump cult to the left of center supporters in the last four years, calling them idiots is nothing to get riled over. Please pivot back to sports. Regards, Ken. Ken, I watch a lot of CNN. I, I'm sorry. I, To me, it, the, the vile and awful things were a two-way street. They were shared equally. I don't watch a lot of Fox. 
because I kind of know where that's coming from. Again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. And again, you can text us at any time on our Ashley Fine Floors text line. Love having everybody involved in the show. We will get to a lot of hockey talk the rest of the way. My whole point is we we got to listen to each other. That's it. And you can't be too narrow-minded in your scope. Understand the position point that others are bringing. Look at COVID. We're going to talk to a guy over in Sweden, I think, here momentarily. And uh, oh, what's going on here? Now we're having some challenges. This isn't working. Okay, well, that's good to know, Brendan. Uh, I'm going to get Mike to call us and see if he can get hold of us. Just give me a second here. Uh, again, you can text us at any time on the Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063, our Ashley Fine Floors text line. And my apologies that we're just having some technical difficulties lining up with Mike over in Sweden. Uh, Jordan in Calgary says 70 million doesn't seem like a high enough un- uh, number when I consider how many Americans are idiots, says Jordan in Calgary. Trump can blank off, Bob. Sorry, no time for that puke of a human or his morally devoid base. Love the show, but to the hell with all of them. See, and I, I just don't think all 70 million of those people are bad people. Sorry. Um, you know what? It's, uh, Bob, you're a whack job. Thank you. Steve says, I'm with you, Bob. It's a two-way street. And again, I just think that people, you know, the the irony is the new president-elect comes in and basically says, hey, we all got to work together. And yet we've still got a lot of people out there on both sides of the issue hammering each other, hammering each other. Ain't going to get us anywhere. And we have a microcosm of that currently existing in this province as well. We do. It's the reality of the situation. We, we, it's, and it could get worse here. It could get worse, especially if the XL uh, Keystone Pipeline goes sideways, my man. We could have more significant challenges in this province. Imagine, I know this is hard for some people listening right now that don't actually like Alberta but maybe are in this market. Uh, but the rest of the country has benefited a long time from some of the endowed natural resources that are here. It'd be nice if there was a little bit of empathy for the uniqueness of the situation that's currently occurring. And I just, some days I just don't get it. Uh, Bob, pretty obvious the Democrats own all the media except Fox. Well, some would suggest that maybe the push from the left came as a result of how far to the right Fox has been. How about we just get to a place where 80 to 90% um, come in? And that's being centrist. Again, you can text us at any time at 780-496-0063. Are we going to try to uh, reschedule us, uh, Brendan? What do you want to do here? You're, we're struggling right now to maintain contact. Yeah, well, I'm trying to dial a, a Swedish phone number and figuring out how that works. And uh, it's uh, we had him on once before, we, didn't we? We did, of- and uh, I'm doing a little Google research on the fly here, and I think I'm missing the the final four digits of his number. Uh, so. All right, well, well, uh, here's what we'll do. We're gonna try to. I'll try to hook up with. Uh, we'll try to coordinate something with Mike, maybe for 105, just to bring him in at that time, Brendan. So let's do that. Uh, this text comes in from Dave. I love how Canadians love to blank talk the USA all the time 
while they protect us from Russia and China. Canadians are whiny blanks. That one comes to us from Dave. Uh, speaking of Dave, Bob, uh, Dave Chappelle on Saturday Night Live was incredible. I thought he was really good. There's no question about it. I thought he was exceptional. I like Dave Chappelle. He's a funny guy. There's no question. Bob, can we just go two hours of the day without uh, U.S. politics? It's the biggest story in the world right now. Okay? And we're going to get to Howie Meeker with John Shannon in our next segment. Um and I don't know yet how a Biden-led government or how this is going to affect things from a hockey perspective. I think long-term, could pro- if there is a dedication to science, it could probably help things. And I know the conspiracy theorists are already out there today because I've had tweets come in about the fact that Pfizer's come out with an announcement on a 90% effectiveness rate on a vaccine and a push to get uh, the vaccine mass-produced for January. Very interesting timing on that regard. So, or we could just talk about Clemson and Notre Dame. It was a hell of a football game on Saturday night. That was awesome. On the hockey front, it's quiet, man. Sweden, first division's not currently playing. Holy cow. Uh, hey, Bob, Marcus Sorensen is first, and Jonathan Dolan is third with 2.3 points per game. Is this over in Sweden? Is that That's what the San Jose Sharks fan uh fear the fin is in uh all right i think mike has called us mike we got about four minutes here uh we'll make it quick uh how you doing long time no talk good yes i'm doing good thanks how are you good how's uh philip roberg playing he is playing pretty good he uh he hasn't scored much the last 10 games but it's been a weird weird season with over here with uh covid and some teams are playing some teams have to miss games uh, he, he's, he's got lots of potential. I've seen that. Uh, do you fully expect him to play for Team Sweden at the World Juniors? Yes, I think he's a shoe in there. Uh, there's no uh, no question in my mind he'll be there. All right. Uh, I want to ask you about Bouchard and Lagesson. They're both playing in the, I guess, it's, would it be called the Swedish Second Division? Is that what they call the, what is it, the yeah. Allskaven, or what? What's the term they use for that league? Oh. The all sense and that's the second league, yeah. And uh both both guys are going good. Uh Bouchard. His team is uh they're not the top there's two teams that are running away with the with the that league and uh, they're they're right underneath. And the same thing with Logison, his team is right under there as well. They're the the other four teams fighting for those last playoff spot they'll they're they're okay. But they 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 won't have any chance at getting up to the SHL. From a talent and of, and of course those guys have to stay in that league because if you're an import you have to stay for the year if you're in the in the Swedish hockey league. Whereas if you're in that next division you can go back to North America. Uh, what, how would you compare that league? Like what would you say? Like the Swedish Hockey League, many people think is better than the American Hockey League or comparable to the American Hockey League. What would that second division be like? Well, the, you know what? I would say it's uh, lower-end American Hockey League. The top teams are definitely the top two teams in, in last year and this year are definitely the, at, the, at the same level as the bottom five teams in the SHL. There's no, there's no question in my mind. If they're missing one thing, maybe it's a fourth line isn't as strong or something like that. But talent-wise, they're, they're the same. Uh, how's Berglund doing? He's doing good. His team, he hasn't played in three, four weeks. His team, the whole team got infected with COVID. So they've had to cancel games. And then there was a 10-day break now with this Karaya Cup. 
So yep. uh, I think they're going to be starting uh, hopefully this week. We're joined by Mike Zanier out of Sweden, former Edmonton Oilers netminder. He's been a Swedish hockey analyst for a number of years. Mike, uh, you mentioned COVID, and obviously it's affected things, and we're trying to figure out what's going to happen in the NHL. Sweden took a little bit different route, didn't they, with COVID than some of their other European compatriots. Uh, maybe a little less rigid in terms of the shutdowns and that sort of thing. How do you think it's worked? I, honest to God, I, I think it's been awesome for us. We uh, not much has changed in our lives. Is social distancing. You have to be more aware. But in, in your everyday life, I think basically nothing has changed. I actually golf more this year than I ever have. <laughs> uh, do they have fans at the games? They're allowed fifty. They wanted to. They wanted it to raise it up to three hundred or five hundred. But then, then we hit, we got a little bit of a second wave, and they just canceled it. So they're allowed fifty people. But, the, but if you have a restaurant, all the restaurants in the arena are allowed to be open. So you usually get about four or 500 people to a game. All right. And just circling back to Broberg, uh, because of the explosiveness of skating, you've seen, I mean, the best players in Sweden over the last 15 years, 18 years, they all want to be like Nick Lidstrom. They seem to gravitate towards defense. You've seen a lot of these Swedish guys. Educate the Oilers listeners. What's, what kind of upside do you think uh, Broberg has? I think he's a fantastic skater. He can transport the puck. He uh, he's he's getting better as as to what 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 plays to make the right plays. I don't think he has the real upside of an offensive player. I see th- I see him as a four five six guy, but he's going to be a solid guy. He's not going to put up a lot of points, but he's going to be a solid uh, solid second line third line defenseman for you guys. All right, Mike. Great stuff. Thanks for reaching out to us and and coordinating through things. And we'll touch base down the road. Okay. Oh, okay, Bob. Take care. You bet. That's uh, Mike Zanier, who has uh, worked as a Swedish hockey analyst for a number of years. We had a little bit of technical difficulties there out of the gate. I met Mike in uh, Gothenburg. Uh, oh, well, we had an awesome group of people in 2018-19, start of the year, go to Germany and Sweden. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Back to talk about Howie Meeker with John Shannon. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon. On Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.